0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Top Realtors in Connecticut. I'm on with Vera Maximin from the Higgins Group. Uh, Vera has extensive uh, extensive experience in the real estate market. She also has, uh, she's highly experienced with foreclosures and short sales. So thank you so much for being on this show.
1: Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah,
0: I really appreciate it. Um I have a my first question for you um is what sets your real estate services apart from others in the industry
1: Well I would say for one uh my team and I we're consumer centric right meaning that we put our clients needs above our own so you know, and, and even apart from real estate, I am a businesswoman. I, I have multiple businesses. And so thankfully, I don't look at my clients as, oh, I got to close that deal because, you know, I need the money. And but, No, we put our client's needs before our own. So whatever's in the best need, the best interest of that client, that is what I try to hope for. And there are many short sales that I never sold. Because why? Because- It was, we were able to work an arrangement out with that bank where we were able to keep that person and that family in the home. And that was the best situation for them. But meantime, I tried to at least demonstrate to the bank because sometimes the bank will want me to market that property and we'll try and market that property, but all the time, maybe work in the background along with the banks to try and maybe modify that loan, work out some arrangement with that bank if it's in the best interest to keep that family in the home.
0: Wow that's 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 uh, you know what that's I don't hear about this much that actually you're uh working with the existing customer just to make sure that they can keep their home instead of losing it. Right?
1: Yes yes because all listen i mean foreclosures are bad for everybody okay this is it's really a community thing when you have a fore, when a house goes into foreclosure that's a family that's typically right. a family that family's displaced, those children now are uprooted and have to go to a different school system. The effects that's on the family affect the community affect us. So it's in the best interest that if at all possible, okay, and there's situations where it's not possible, where it's an evident that, you know, the home, the family is not going to be able to keep that home. You know, there's a death, there's a loss of income that's not going to be regained. And there are certain situations and special circumstances where a short sale is is deemed necessary. But it's my job to make sure that that property doesn't go into foreclosure. So rather we I don't like deed and lose, but you know, I I for me I don't advise that because that's almost like a surrender of possession. Yeah. Where I would prefer that we do a short sale and that way the judgment we get that judgment deficiency removed, you know, waived any fees and stuff that's owed to the homeowner and get the homeowner under, from under that debt. And then within two years, my clients are back in another property. I've had a family that was actually, while we was going in the midst of that, I was able to get them in another home. I mean, this was down South, but they actually transitioned from one property here. I negotiated, we, we found the buyer an investor. It was an older couple. Com, uh, I'm sorry, older couple that was on a fixed income. Mm. So it was just, you know, it was a multi-family. They had lived in one of the units, and it was inevitable. They just could not manage it. The taxes were going up, mm. and they were on a fixed mm. income. The insurance was going up. So the best thing they was like, "Very, we need to sell. We need to get from under this debt. We just can't." So following my program, following, you know, with my team, I, th- okay, listen, you're going to save your money. You're going to bank your money as if you're paying for that mortgage. You're going to hold on to that. I was able, by the time we finished that, I kept them in their home. Like, I think it was about two years. They was able to save. And then we found an investor. I was able to negotiate with the lender, keep them to, to, to rent back the property wow. a year, And I negotiated a, a very affordable rent. Like I think the rent was like seven hundred dollars for their three beds. Oh. Was able to negotiate that with the new landlord to keep them in there. I did disclose that to the bank because you do have to make sure that there are oh. laws that we have to comply with and make sure that bank is aware of the situations because the banks don't like you doing any sort of back deal deals. Mm, yeah, if it goes through that, so you have to be careful with that. And if you want to, because I typically want to make my, you know, I want these people to come out with some sort of funding. That way they're able to move. They're able to pay for moving, closing call, co- you know, moving assistance. Although we get the uh, the banks to pay for all of the uh, closing costs, mm. the commissions. And typic- I typically get the bank to also give them relocation assistance. Not wow. all the, t- sometimes they do deny it, but I typically, I typically do that.
0: You definitely do your best. That's uh, yes, I yes, it, yes, we try
1: powerful. to do our yes, we try to do our very best by that. Yes,
0: yeah. awesome, that's great. Um, another question that I would have is, this this market today is a bit crazy. What what are the current trends in today's market, and how do they affect buyers and sellers?
1: Yes, so you know we are in. I would say uncharted waters. You know, mm-hmm. have, yeah. you know, and you know there are corrections in the markets, there are cycles in the markets, and and you know, from what I'm hearing in the industry and, and different trainings and um, talking with banks and stuff, we are seeing things that are going on that is difficult, and it's hard to even predict because we have a couple things going on that we haven't had before. We had the pandemic, the COVID, the lockdowns, all of these things have played a role on inflation the economy real estate and certainly the psyche of the consumer's mind so when i say the psyche of consumer's mind like right now we're still in that economy where we have the market is stabilizing it's going down i mean we're not seeing those overly priced homes being on. now we're getting asking prices and above asking prices but we're Mm -hmm. running into something that now has the banks are pulling back so now we're getting conservative appraisals Mm. so some of these appraisals are coming back and the house is not appraising at that that high Mm -hmm. so the banks are tightening their grip they're looking at the market very carefully and they're not buying because something is going on Okay. Right. And they do not want to fund these loans and over and get it right. and over leverage housing. So that right now, the psyche, what's going on in, in, in sellers' mind, we got the higher interest rates, right? Mm. We got them now. Yes, they can sell their house if they bought it 10, 15 or years ago, or it's some even two or three years ago, maybe able to make some money right now. But mm. the problem is number one, we have the inventory this very limited inventory on the market which is making the prices
0: stay up higher
1: right higher and also sellers are on the fence about whether they should sell or not right now mm-hmm. And right. the problem is, is that they're in a 3% mortgage right now. Yes, they can make money right. and sell their house and make fifty dollars or $100,000 or even $150,000. But it's like, okay, my 3% mortgage, now the interest rates are doubled. <laughs> right. So I'm going to sell my house now. Yeah, I make good money, but where am I going to go? Now with the interest right. rates are doubling from three, and then I jump into a 6% mortgage rate. So this is playing a part on, and we're still... A, seeing effects from COVID too.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: So yeah, we're in, we're in definitely interesting times. I do, I mean, from, and I also do consulting work for the bank with, mm. um. so I, I do uh, PMI removals, um, BPO's, broker price opinions, the property inspections on, and then and appraisals, similar to appraisals, but market value stuff for them. So I get an insight and in seeing, okay, these are some some houses that people are having difficult paying their mortgages. They're trying to refinance. They're trying to remove their PMI. They're trying to uh, see if they have equity or trying to modify their loans. And also vacant properties that I'm now seeing and actually visiting to do market appraisals on them. When I was doing that back in, two th- in 2020, now they're now moving the inventory and here we are in 2023. So I think they're backlogged with a lot of stuff. Um, I think what we're going to see in Connecticut is probably they're going to, I think the courts are inundated because they are backlogged with the stuff, the, the foreclosure stuff and things that, ev- all of the stuff that they had in 2020, 2019 and 2020, and trying to shift through that. And now they have stuff coming on. So I really think that um, they they're probably, they're going to do some sort of, you know, program and not mm. like we have the mediation program through the courts where you know you you can't just take the house to foreclosure you have to have mediation and certain things have to be in place before that whole that foreclosure goes back and i think that we're probably going to be exercising that i do think we're going to see what 2008 again we mm. are seeing it um i do see commercial i i, I really think commercial real estate is going to go down it's going to really take a significant hit So Mm -hmm. if anybody wants to get into that arena and play in it, there will be some opportunity for that. Yes.
0: Great. After saying all that, like I understand obviously um, the benefits, but if let's say, for example, uh, somebody thinks, you know, okay, the market is hot. I'll save on the real estate commission. Um, Can you tell us what are the benefits of working with an agent versus going solo and being uh, for sale by owner, for example.
1: Okay. So yes, you can go on your own and you could say, Oh, you know, um, I could sell my, house, it's a hot market. I could sell my house and, right. and, um, this and that. And my, my own brother even said, Vera, what's the benefits of having a realtor? Okay. And I look at it like this. You have professionals that are doing their job. Okay. Can you go and argue your case before court or fight a ticket or, and not people have done that? Or do you hire the professionals? to handle that and take over and handle that in the best way possible. That's in your favor. So I think in my opinion, stats show, well, not my opinion, I believe the statistics show that when homeowners sell on their own versus selling with the realtor, one, they do get more money. Okay. Two, you do have that third party negotiating your behalf where you take out the type of emotional or, Mm -hmm. um, you know, that type of, and where you have a third party to step in and look at the business model and look at, okay, this is what's going on in the market, my client, and this is what we should do. Here's what, here's a fair offer. Here's what we should be asking. Here's what we should look at. Because it, things can get tricky when it comes into doing the appraisal, when it comes into doing inspections and stuff, like where you may need, you should have professionals to get in on that. So if you have an issue with, and there's, there's always issues with Properties and appraisals and, you know, and the deal doesn't make it to the table because, um, you know, the, the first time home buyers are typically a little, you know, it's their first time buying a home yeah. and they're typically worried about what can happen with this house. But mm-hmm. if they have a professional that can come in and say, listen, okay, if the house has um, mold or right. the radon came back high or you have termites, here's what can be done. Because really and truly everything is fixable, really. Mm-hmm. Okay, But homeowners uh, new buyers are typically scared, they get a little quimsy when they see something like, oh, there's mold or oh, there's the radon report came back high or oh, the house has termite inspection. what are we, termite issues? What are we gonna do with it? It's also termite damage. Well, oh my gosh, we need to back out. Okay, well, let's assess the damage. Let's look and this is where the professionals come in. Your realtor will come in and educate you about that, okay? there's termite damage we can get that fixed corrected and not only fixed and corrected but we can put you on a warranty paid by the seller or whatever and have that taken care where that problem will not come back again okay because the truth of the matter is every house is going to have some flaw even new right. constructions have yeah. issues right so I think having a professional, having an agent, a real estate agent to, that is their profession. They know their market. They know what they're doing. And working with a professional in that area is going to definitely benefit you and you will come out ahead the long run. And then two, you will have access to their team of professionals, right? Mm. So as as brokers and realtors and agents, we we come from a world where we all, work to get we work with appraisers we work with inspectors we work with attorneys we work with you know some of us work I work with court people in the court too that I know and they'll hear my name and like oh yeah yeah I know her so you get access to their team and we know team you know having that access being able to get your attorney on the phone at nine ten o'clock at night where I just had that happen one of my clients called apparently the house went to uh, the house had went to foreclosure, so it was like on a Sunday evening. Wow. She called the sheriff, showed up at my door. She was renting from the owner, didn't know that the house went to uh, foreclosure, and then you know she called me. Oh Vera, what do I do? So I said what what? And I'm looking some of the. Oh my gosh, it's Sunday night. Boom! I got on the phone called my attorney. He was one of my attorneys I at work with. He was actually on he was on holiday in Florida. I called him. He told me X Y Z what to do, file whatever, blah blah. And you know what? She's still there. Yeah, wow. and that happened three months ago yeah. so i mean if i didn't have that she the sheriff probably right. would have showed up monday morning and wouldn't have been she would have been out not knowing her rights not knowing how to navigate not knowing what to do what to file that so this is what professional realtors brokers agents right. they bring to the table is their expertise right. their team of professionals absolutely they're genius absolutely. Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah yeah um what are the top factors uh, to consider when buying a home when it's a first time home buyer
1: you know for first time home buyers if you're a family typically families are looking for safety location school mm-hmm. system um proximity to you know the schools and 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 um daycare facilities and and convenience so for them, they're looking really for location. They they're looking for a good, safe location and a community where their children can go to school and where neighborhoods where their children can play outside and right. have a neighborhood, you know, whereas a single person would be more concerned they're they're okay. They you know wanna be close to the cities, have the amenities and and they're flexible about the you know, they can live in whatever neighborhood, you know, they're a little flexible like that. Yeah. But typically families are looking for that school, that strong school system and safe neighborhoods yeah.
0: So what are some tips that you can give to first time homebuyers?
1: Oh, there are so many online resources and, and, and tools that your agents can provide you with and arm you with that you can, you know, look up reports are, you know, to find out, are there any sex offenders within the mile radius of, you know, what is the criminal activity in that neighborhood? What is the school system, the demographics, um, the plans for that community, mm-hmm. you know, um, they might be building another school there in another year. What's going on? So when you tap into your realtor, you know, it's good to have one that, that um an expert in that area, an expert that's in that market or ha- or if she's not the expert in that particular market, but tap into her network to find out, okay, well, you, she'll navigate and point you into the right direction where you can find out what's going on, because it's an investment that you're making and you want to make sure at the end of the day that your invest your investment is valuable. Right. right. So. Definitely find out what tools, resources are available besides going to Zillow and Realtor. Yeah,
0: right, that's, that's the tool now.
1: Right, right. Yeah. Because they're not always accurate, right? So a lot of my cousins, right. oh, the, the, yeah. I, here's a house and it's on, I saw on Zillow and then I'm like, the house is not on the market, you know, this yeah. and that. So yes, your real they will have more up-to-date information, um, Realtor and Realtor.com, Zillow, and some of those other websites can be used as a guide, but you can't, they're not um accurate, right? They're, some of the properties are not on the market. Some of the properties are already have a deposit on them. Some of the mm-hmm. properties may have already in contract and may have already closed. So you're, Still need to you're dig in. Yeah. I'm sorry.
0: Still need to dig in and do your research. <laughs> yes,
1: properly. yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah.
0: Perfect. Uh do you see any common mistakes that people do when they sell or buy a home?
1: Yes, I think um, you know what your agent is probably the most important in that transaction besides the house itself.
0: That's how you won't make mistakes.
1: <laughs> so you're right, right. So um, having the experience of being in the industry for 20 years, you know, and having an agent who's honest, trustworthy, who's going to seek your interest um, and, and not going to value the money over your client or customer, that that's very important to make sure that they... Seek your interest. They're going to fight for the best possible deal possible. Um, a lot of my clients are very honest and upfront. Okay, they want to place an an offer on a house, and I tell, listen, you know that we're in this market; it's competitive. Boom, and I'm telling them, okay, do you realize that you're you're going to be overpaying for this house? Oh, I want it. I want. Okay, so you know you want someone who's honest with you, who's going to tell you, here are the comps, here's what I think. The range of the, the market is. And okay, if you're looking to pay outside that range, okay, here are the risks. That appraisal may come back and not and not appraise. What happens if that happens? Are you prepared to fill in that gap where you have to come up with the additional money for that? Okay. Your agent will also, for first-time home buyers, there's tons of First time home buyers programs that they can tap into and take advantage of. Them. Not just FHA, HUD, but you got DAP, you've got CHAFA, you got all of these different programs that are coming in where some people are getting up to $50,000 of free money to help them get into wow. a house in wow. certain areas. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Wow. They, you're so informative. This is like so much information that you have experience with. It's amazing. It's very very rare to see like that you have so much experience that's great um so if anybody wants to uh connect with you or anyone is thinking of buying or selling uh, their house what is the best way for them to do that
1: well I always pride myself on answering my phone you know <laughs> I try my best yeah, yeah. To, to get back to everybody um they can email me I am on IG um I just you know I have a couple books out but they are they're being revised because the market is changing so rapidly. So I have to revise it and put in, you know, the information now is outdated. So now we're updating it, but they're more than welcome to send me a text, send me or DM me on Instagram. I'll get my book out to them. Um, and I'll be, um, and if they are facing foreclosure, if they are going through issues with their mortgage payment. They can reach out to me for a free consultation. We can sit down, we can talk and and let's see, you know, what options are available to them and and let's see how we can help them.
0: Perfect. Perfect. Uh, This has been very, very informative. It's so, so great. Uh, And it's been an honor to have you on this show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it very much. Thank you. My
1: pleasure. My pleasure. And thank you for having me. And thank you for everyone who's watching and listening and feel free to reach me anytime. I'm free by, you know, you can text me, you can email me and um, I will try my, I will get back to everybody.
0: Tell us the phone number.
1: 203-243- 4841, and that's 203 243 4841. My name is Vera Maximin. And you can reach me at Vera at gmail.com, or you could just Google my name, it'll bring you to either one of my web I have several emails, but you can get in- It's easy to get in contact with me, and I am on IG. So, um, you know, and if people, any of your listeners are out there and they bought a house and they're paying that, they're paying two mortgages, they're paying that PMI. Go call up your bank. You should have equity in your prop, in your house right now, and you should that property should be valued at least market value or above, and you should be able to get that that uh, second payment removed, and oh. not be able to pay that. Yeah, you could get your PMI. People are just sitting on it. Don't realize that that extra couple hundred dollars you could be saving nice. that every month.
0: One hundred percent. Another tip before we close. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Love it.
1: Another. Um, oh gosh. Um. Perfect.
0: No, that was the tip. I was yeah. High. That's, that's yeah. a big
1: yeah. You was, can get your PMI yeah. removed. So a lot of people are, are you know paying the two mortgages. That mortgage, that PMI mortgage insurance, that could be removed because right now we're in a market where the property values are up. Right. So chances are you have equity in your house. Call up your bank. Tell them you want that. You want to do um, refinancing. You you want your PMI removed, and they will contact an agent, someone like myself. I do them all the time, and um. And you could get that payment removed it's a process they'll come out and they'll do an evaluation on your house they'll take pictures inside and outside and we get our reports done within 24 hours we submit it to the bank and then the bank reaches out to the homeowner and says, yeah yeah you know your you your property has reached that threshold you you can qualify to have that payment removed so i would say that um another thing is too there's programs out there that's available so if you live in some urban areas typically urban and all of these urban areas have a lot of programs for you to buy in those communities and a lot of those communities are being gentrified they're being invested in they're building and doing go to your town find out the plans and get in before the market before that you know, the value goes way up. Now is the time to get in the groundwork where you can get those subsidies, you can get those monies to help you get into that property in that area and increase your value will definitely increase as they continue to build over there. So, um I would say connect with your realtor. They should be in in touch with some. They have lenders that they work with, programs and agencies that can help first time home buyers to steer them in the right way. You know, you could take a HUD course free. You could take a Fannie Mae, Fannie Mae Freddie, but you could take those courses free once you get. The, uh, once you finish the course you could do it online once you finish that course you get a certificate you could take that certificate show it to your mortgage lender you could get some points off and then that will qualify you into and cert- into many different programs city banks has program bank of america Ch- you have to inquire and ask what pro and ask these like what do you have ab- available do you have any closing cost assistance do you have any um assistance to help first-time home buyers because not only they could do the FHA, but there's also additional monies that can be layered and layered with these other monies that you're getting. So if you have CHAPA and it's 100% pro- program, you also could get another grant from the town, another grant from the state or the Fed. And then you have that money toppled. And next thing you know, you know, it's $20,000 you have that helped you to get into that house. So... There's a lot of programs out there to help first-time home buyers and families.
0: Perfect, perfect. Yes, awesome. Thank you so much. Thank for you. Wonderful tips. This has been truly an honor. Thank you so much. This.
1: Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. Thank yeah. you for reaching out to me, and I look forward to uh, doing business with you in the future.
0: My pleasure. Uh, so, if you guys want to get in uh, contact with uh, Vera with all her experience, uh, don't hesitate to call two zero three. 2434841. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Have a lovely you.
0: day, everybody. Thank you.
1: Bye-bye. Bye.